If you're easily offended, jokes are you. If you secretly hate women, jokes are you. It's Tally, Mel, and Lauren talking about whoring, how not to be boring. Rise and shine, rise and shine. That was the funniest shit I ever heard in my life when that girl sang that to that half black baby. <laughs> Listen, hello, y'all. You missed us. We missed y'all. Yes, I am very tired. So if it sounds like I'm disengaged, it's because today whooped my ass. Um, and I'm doing the best that I can. Uh, so. We can get right into it. Is that your joke of the week? Um, yeah, so my joke of the week, nothing, and it was so crazy because I was like, okay, if we do the podcast this week, I'm not going to have any jokes. Oh, I do have a joke, but it's not funny. I would just like to say that my friends that I spent seven years being friends with, uh, one of them disinvited me from the birthday party of a child that I loved my whole heart the morning that I was supposed to show up. So I just want to put that out there, how trifling people can be, no matter how long you've known them. Um, make sure you preserve yourself and you love yourself because people are garbage and they do mean and evil things. Uh, but my joke of the week, um, is that I like to schedule flights really, really early in the morning because I like to get where I'm going and still have a day left. Right. So I like to schedule flights at like six, seven, eight o'clock in the morning. So, um, I drank a lot with Melanie and Rita last night and, um, Rodney. Yes, you were there. Um, we got drunk. We sang songs with the piano. It was good white fun. Um, And I only got like three hours of sleep. um, And I did not want to ask anybody to take me to the airport at that early ass time in the morning. So I just was like, okay, well, I'm going to leave my car at Indian Creek Marty Station. Me and my brother are going to ride the train together and somebody can just come pick up my car later. So the train going westbound was moving half as fast as a Marta train should. And I thought that I was just being hungover and crazy. But then we got on the southbound train and it was going really fast. My brother was like, what the fuck? So that was that other train just like walking in place. Like, why did it take us so long to get here? So we ended up long story short. I'm fumbling this. But long story short, we ended up missing our first flight. Um, We went to go check our bags and the dude I can't do a Jamaican accent, but just imagine this is in Jamaican. Uh, We try to check the bag. And he's like, you missed the bag cut off, so we can't check the bag. It's not letting me do it. And I said, well, it's a computer. So there's a button that'll let you do whatever you want because it's a computer. So he's like, well, you got to He put the bags back down in front of us and was like, you got to get out of this line. And very comically pointed to and go get in that line. And it was like a long ass soul plane line, like or like a Greyhound station. Like that was the kind of line it was. Uh, where nothing good happened. So I get in this line. I start crying to one of the airport officials in the purple vest. And I'm like, hey, we're going to miss our flight. And she looked at my ticket. She said, you sure are. And I said, help me. I said, what does that even mean? So we get up there to other things. She puts us in the front and they try to check our bags. And he's like, I can do this accent because he was Mexican. He's like, I can't do it. I can't do it. It's not letting me do it. I was like, oh, okay. He says, so what we're going to do is take you off of your flight 
and put you on standby, which I have flown standby before. It's not a great experience. He said, I'm going to put you on standby. So then by the time he put us on standby, he was like, oh, we've checked your bags now. Go see if you can still make your other flight, your original flight, and they can reschedule you for your original flight. So I'm like, why would you take us off the flight if we could make the flight? And then he started explaining it again. I'm like, okay, whatever. My brother's like, let's get the fuck out of here. None of this is making any sense. Let's go. Uh, he's 15. So having this crisis with him was not great. So I'm crying and he's like, look, I can't handle you crying right now. He's like, I'm not trying to be like a misogynist where I'm like, don't have emotions. He's like, but I really cannot get into this right now. <laughs> Stop crying. Okay. I'm like, okay. So we get in line and then uh, we put our bags on the scanner. The TSA lady is like, it looks like you have beans in your bag. She said, do you have beans in here? I said, beans. This nigga eating beans. Right. I said, are you, I said, are you kidding me with this shit right now? She said, we have to go through your bag. And then she was talking about the beans like it was a bomb. She's like, you just need to go ahead and tell me if it's beans in this bag. I'm like, it's no food. Even if it was beans, it's fucking beans. What are you beans, talking about? Are you- it's on brand for you to have beans in your bag. I understand that. I'm aware. But this, I, don't, I didn't have beans. So <laughs> she's going through the bag. She's like, I'm going to find these beans. Now I feel like I'm in trouble. Now I feel like I'm getting arrested because I have beans. I'm like, is she saying beans like drugs? I know that's a thing. I'm like, does she think I got a bag for the party drugs? And this motherfucker, like, what's going on? It's my eye mask. So I sleep in a weighted eye mask on planes. And it's full of little plastic beads. I said, this is the standard of airport security now. This is what this is. So that is what caused me and my brother to miss the flight is that she had to go through my bag in search of non-existent beans. Um, so then we got on the next flight uh, and it was great. They tried to charge me $400 though to get on another flight. No. No. And I said, I will just move in here because that's damn near rent. I will just live in the airport. $400? No. I... They're not, you know, because I've had to throw away some things in the airport. Did they give you your mask back? Because I had to throw away some makeup once and I was about to kill myself in the Delta. <laughs> they, they gave me my mask back. But it's so I'm always getting flagged in the airport. If it's not a sex toy, it's um, a mask. If it's not a mask, it's pre-workout. Jeez. Right. If it's not pre-workout, it's, oh, you have a water bottle in here. And I'm like, I don't have a water bottle in here. And then they're like, oh, our bad. And it's like, so did you, what did you think was the water bottle? My bag is always getting flagged at the airport. Always. That's crazy. The drugs is moving just fine. But it's my mask with the beans in it. It's my lava, my, I said lava bean. I meant to say lima bean and then also fava bean. And then, so I made two beans, a new bean, a lima fava hybrid. I wonder if you could have a lava lamp in your luggage. No, that's too much liquid, probably. They took my deodorant. I was mad because the deodorant that held me down all of Mexico and kept me from being musty, they took in the goddamn what you call it because I forgot to check it in my regular bag and it was in my purse. I hate when they do that with like essential items. Like, bitch, this is a deodorant. You really gonna take my deodorant? Like, just as another human being, you see <laughs> I need deodorant. You know, every day is hot. It's summer. It's dead ass June and you're gonna throw my deodorant away. Just think it's about like, what you're doing. Bro, you don't give a fuck about me. And then one time they took like a full thing of body butter from um, Bath and Body Works at LAX and I wanted to like, they're like, well, you can go check your bag and get back in line. I'm not doing that, bro. They like, took a body butter from me. They were like, we're gonna throw this away. When I say I started slathering myself and Patrick down in that Miami airport, we using this body butter. What you're not doing is putting it in the trash. We was some greasy ass pigs. That's right. On that motherfucking flight. Just stick a napkin in my neck in this motherfucker. But what were, I was so devastated when they were throwing my stuff away. I was like, you know what? This is why people- I know them bitches be taking shit home sometimes. Listen, 
And then they then they have the fucking Sephora in there. I'm not buying shit about here. Airport prices. That's like a juice at a Six Flags in a vending machine. I would like to say that I'm not into conspiracies, but I think that this whole I can't bring liquids into the airport thing. I think that it's one of those things like they solve the problem. They know how to make it safe for you to bring liquids in the airport. I think that the airport people are in bed with the Coca-Cola Corporation. And I think that they're like, you can't bring any liquids in this airport because they know all the food is salty in there and you're going to get thirsty. So then they know you're going to pay $8 for a half size bottle of Sprite because you're thirsty. I think think it's a racket. Why is Sprite even that small in the airport? I'm doing all this walking, all this transiting. You think I need a sip of Sprite? Right. And especially Atlanta airport, I had to get on two trains, 14 escalators, walk past 47 gates. Ride a zebra. Ride a zebra. And also, Keisha Keisha Lance Bottoms, why is there not a Waffle House in the airport? Hmm? There's not. You know what is good, though? And hopefully this nigga didn't do nothing wrong. Chicken and beer is good. Ludicrous. He didn't do nothing wrong, and it's excellent. That's a good place in there. I'm, I'm glad. because yeah, you know, check his page. Matter of fact, where does he stand on everything? Right. Because today, we'll get into it, but today, today, today. I'm about to check right now, actually. Somebody get Luda on the phone. Somebody call Ludacris. Ludacris, what do you think? Yeah, about one it? little side baby. I can do a side baby. Oh, you know who <laughs> else we need to talk about today? We need to talk about... I'm going to put it in the chat because I'm sick of this bitch. Let's do it. Um, also, what was I saying? I forgot. Uh, yep. Let me talk about my joke of the week. More, you can, is yours hilarious or like, should I go? Honestly, I, it doesn't matter in which order I go. It's I'm all over the place this week. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay, my joke of the week. Let me cuss y'all motherfuckers out because y'all was not checking for Manifest when it aired on television. Oh, no. If you were watching it when it aired on Thursdays at 8 on NBC, it wouldn't have gotten canceled. Now everybody went like, oh, I'm having Collins, LOL, Michaela, and, and motherfucking um, Ben Rock, whatever the fuck, Ben Stone, all this shit. Fuck y'all, because I've been watching since the very first episode when they posted a trailer on Twitter. I've been watching every week, waiting seven days for the next episode. Finally caught up and it's canceled. Had y'all watched it in real time, we could figure out what happened on flight 828. Now we'll never know. Well, you know what, Melanie? Everybody doesn't want to know about disappearing flights. It's a very uneasy thing to get into, okay? Well, are y'all not all watching it right now? Bitch, I'm mad. I haven't started it yet. I want to come forward and explain myself. I, like most people, have got addicted to all my shows coming out with all their episodes. I don't have a week to wait, bitch. I have my week-to-week shows. RuPaul's Drag Race, Handmaid's Tale, everything on fucking Zeus Network. There's a couple things that every day of the week I have to tag into. I missed the boat on Manifest, but bitch, I'm here now. And I don't know, we could write a letter. You know they'd be bringing shit back. It's no point. Netflix already passed on bringing it back. Now we got a new pressure. It's a new applied pressure. So I think for me, waiting on a new show to come out, it's just like I done wrote an episode in my head of what should happen next by the time the next episode comes out. And now I think what I think should happen next is better than what y'all done wrote. So, <laughs> you know what? That's what happened with me and WandaVision. <laughs> I was so disappointed because I was watching all like the little YouTube video recaps and breakdowns and comic book comparisons. So by the time the finale came, I said, bitch, no, it was supposed to be the devil. And then Dr. Strange was supposed to come. And then the, the universe was supposed to open up and the next is being this. And I was so disappointed. I had to stop watching them. Like, I can't, like, even watching Loki now, I can't even watch the little YouTube shits no more because y'all get our hopes up with all these theories and shit. Because, oh, that look good. My Lord. Anyway, 
What look yeah. good? What what is it? Can I make it? This man making a, a steak. My Lord, sweet heavens. I gotta bring steak Sundays back. That um that show thing and then being better, like with the little theories and stuff, that same shit happened with Cruel Summer. Cause I don't know if y'all watched it, but like the theories on Reddit and shit were so fucking good about who saw what and who knows what. And the end of the show was like, it was very pretty little, pretty little thing, pretty little liars, which was the one with the girl killed the girls and they was all going to school together. 13 Pretty Little Liars is the thing. Pretty Little Things is the fucking store. There we go. Then there's Big Little Lies with the old white, the older white. That one was good. Big Little Lies have plot and drama and Big intro. Little Lies was what that bitch. Every, all the the white women were in that movie. They were they were doing what the fuck needed to be done. And I would watch anything with Reese Witherspoon being an entitled white woman because if oh, she do great. anything, it's gonna be an entitled white woman and she's gonna do it well. Okay. Reese, Reese, every time she's a mom in a, in in something, tune the fuck in. Cause even on big little fires, and if it's got big and little in the title, she don't eat it up. That little fires everywhere was the best fucking show I may have ever seen. I like, honestly, the early I, pandemic had some of the best television of all time. Period. It's because people didn't have no choice but to write good shit. Cause that's when Tiger King dropped, bitch. That had me by the throat. Tiger Joey King, little me. fires everywhere, fucking um, Lovecraft Country, mm-hmm. P Valley. Yep. Best TV ever seen. I'm ready for the pink to open back up. Now I got my pleasers, okay, and I got my wig, and I'm just sitting in front of the TV, lonely. It's a lot of girls I know that uh, auditioned, maybe got cast. Shout out to all the big booty bitches and all the little booty bitches that auditioned. Um, I can't wait to see y'all on the screen. And remember, there's no crying. No crying at the pink. Do you guys sometimes when you get upset? Tell yourself that there's no crying at the pink, or is that just me? You have to tell yourself that. Yeah. Because I used to say there's no crying in baseball, because that's what my auntie used to say to me. And I would just be like, look, Darcel, I don't even play baseball. I don't give a fuck about baseball. I don't give a fuck about baseball. But <laughs> I'm now talking about my goddamn feelings, bitch. No crying at the pink is something I can get it with. I can get into that. Listen, um y'all, we all look exhausted. We all look down bad. We are down bad. Uh, <laughs> it's been a week it's been a life like honestly i and i don't know if my joke of the week is being born just in itself and like my <laughs> just me being a parent in itself because like you put on this earth and like let's put gratitude and be a positive way for a second i'm gonna just be cynical fucking lauren i don't want to hear shit about you know well think about the glass half full i will because that's how what i have to do to survive but right now this is just let's get dark so you're fucking born without asking didn't say shit to nobody just never asked you're put on this earth you're crying that you know nothing you're just a fucking vulnerable as hell and then you trust these two idiots who just halfway probably like each other to raise you you learn these fucking aliens language you become one of them you eat their food you fucking blend in with their society you take part they make you go to school a good chunk of your life at school you learn all the little rules and you start to follow them and shit and then you go to like another fucking school and then they're like all right now go be a person forever and work till you die and you're like wait i thought the whole time i was in a, a young fucking alien person that i was gonna i don't know I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I thought was going to happen, but I didn't think it was going to be waking up every day, working, paying bills and being a human. I thought something way more fantastical was going to happen as of being an adult and it never fucking comes. And you just got to be grateful for the bullshit you do get every day. But whatever big kaboom you was thinking that was going to happen, it doesn't exist. And then you die. OK, so uh, I know you said you didn't want to hear anything positive. Oh, my God. No. OK, fine. 
Fuck it. You're right. Negative to say but dude, why do we always have to do that? We don't have to quantify being negative, being positive. I know you have to be positive. Everybody should be positive. No, no, that, that's not what I was saying. That's not what I was going for. I don't think that everything that, first of all, I don't think what you said was negative. I thought it was just real. You know, I think that's just what it is. Um, I just don't want you to feel that way because I love you. I'm really fine, honestly, but this is how dramatic I feel when I don't have my car. And that's where this is all stemming <laughs> from. That's why I don't want to be alive. I don't have my car right now and I'm depressed. So now nothing in my life makes sense. Why was I born? Because I, I just paid this vehicle off. Like I, I think it's more so why do you live in Douglasville? Because if you didn't live there, you could probably ask some help from me. But just the way capitalism is even built to attack me, you paid like literally within maybe the mere moments the title touch my fingertips. The fucking wheel just comes off like mid turn. Like if that's not the car, like you bitch, your life means nothing. I don't know what Dodge Dart or the Dodge Corporation. And I and also remember, guys, I got hit by a Kia Soul, so I don't know what it is. I just this that's life. A, that's, not that, now that's not great. Getting hit by a Kia Soul. Kia Souls needs to be taken off the streets. I hate them. If if like Sigmas were a car, they'd be Kia Soul. No, if Sigmas were a car, they would be PT Cruisers. Let's get into it. Okay, okay. Zayas are Kia Soul. I hate. Oh my God, Mel, Mel's gonna get jumped, and then we gonna have to. If jump they in. didn't beat my ass in 2015, at this. Point, oh Lord, did we have to tell you how we had to uh, run down on somebody in a party? How we had to confront somebody in the middle of a party? Oh, we, didn't we didn't tell okay. you that. Tell tell me and all of our podcast listeners how you guys are ghetto still. So oh, period. So um, we went to the, the, I forget the name of the party, but Travis Porter was there. I fulfilled one of my childhood dreams by throwing my ass. Yes. By throwing my ass while members of Travis Porter hyped my twerking up. That was fantastic. Wait a second. Travis Porter? Travis Porter. If you bout your check, drink more wet. Know the pussy stay wet. I need all that. Okay. All right. So I'm sorry. I just hit a manifest time portal and we were, I went yeah. back this time. So we're in this party. They did two and a half songs. I'm very upset about that, but I was still excited that they were there. Yes. They could have did more. They have way more than two hits. Yeah. They were missing one of them though. Yeah. There aren't two drinks. Strap was not there. I don't know where he was. The strap was is, he, is, he in, is he in, I don't want to say he in jail. He not in jail. Put that that sounds like a good guess though. But you know what? He, I think, go ahead. Um, but so anyway, so we, um, we're in there. First of all, it was really cool. Shout out to, I only know your Twitter name and I can't say it right. It's like Jesus bag or just sweet bag or some shit like that. Um, that lovely, lovely gentleman was there and he recognized me and Mel and we both was about to start crying in the middle of the party. Cause that's just a very nice thing to experience. Ain't y'all so-and-so from the podcast. So thank you so, so much for that. That was amazing. Um, but yeah, so one of the gentlemen that has been like kind of biting our our name and our color scheme and style for his comedy show yeah. came up to us speaking to us. I don't quite remember what we said, but it was aggressive. I was like, he's like, yeah, y'all need to come to the show. The show that you stole from us. You mean our show? You mean the show with the name that you stole from us? And the and he's like, oh man, you know how niggas. I didn't know y'all had, you knew we have, everybody in Atlanta knows it's three comedy bitches with a, with a podcast called Jokes on You. What the fuck are you talking about? And then because I'm a petty bitch, I go back and find him in the likes of it. So I know you liked our posts. And that's where you got the idea from. But we were very much like not having it. It was, I was not like, get out my face. I'm yeah. having a good time. Leave me alone. Go somewhere now before we start cussing in here. I'm having a good day. 
and he, I got these heavy ass Doc Martens on. They twenty pounds a piece. He just sculpted his little ass on. He's like, oh, like, but like, also don't play in our fucking face, bro. Like, you know you lying. Don't come up with, oh, you want to come to? No, I don't want to come to your stupid. If ass. If you're gonna steal, just just steal it and be like, yeah, I stole it, and then maybe we can move on from there. Like it was just oh. super lame. This is why I hate niggas, honestly. I am first of all, shout out to the podcast. You know, we run up on niggas, period. Stop playing. Two, um, scrap or strap is not in jail. He yeah. did get arrested for bringing guns in the airport in 2012. And so that's where that came from in my brain. I just didn't want to clarify. <laughs> I remember that nigga going to jail. Strap had a strap. So but maybe I didn't recognize him because he has dreads now. Um, I'm also on his Instagram. So I yeah, I was like, okay, he's he's free though. He is free. All three members are free. So that's crazy. That's great. I haven't seen them since you guys know the leave out situation. So I'm glad you guys could leave a positive impact. <laughs> bro, Nick was not aging well. I didn't even recognize his ass, bro. He was there? That might have been him on stage. We just didn't realize it. Uh, nigga well, was I was also very drunk. So performing. My relationship with open bars is um, getting into a very dark, sticky space where like I... I think that I can still drink and hold on to it like my younger self, and I cannot. That bar was open. And when I say it was open, it was double door open. Both of the doors were slid back, and I was drinking at the open bar, and I was quite, quite drunk. I love it. Shouldn't you want to be dark and sticky at an open bar? Like, isn't that how I should leave? Maybe a little sweaty? Just a little bit. Yeah. This. Why does this man keep talking to me? And that's the question that's everyone really asks themselves every day. Uh, every oh, day. let me tell you guys about my trip. Um, yes, let's talk about Mexico, Olay. I went to Mexico, Olay. Yes, absolutely. For my 27th birthday, which is on Sunday. I'm happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Mel's happy birthday, true and blue. Mel is not. You're a liar. Um, I'm 24. I'm coming to terms with like, I'm finally like, Oh, over the like the hill. Like I'm late 20s. Like when people say old oh, bitches, they're talking about me now. So. Hold on, ho. Wait a yeah, you too. Um, so I'm just dealing with that. So that's fun. But Mexico was amazing. My birthday was amazing. Um, I had gotten a surprise party. My boyfriend came in early. That was crazy, super amazing. Mexico was so fun. We stayed at the um at the Planet Hollywood Resort. That was cool. I never said an all-inclusive shit before. So I ate whatever I fucking wanted. It was amazing. And uh, we went to Chichen Itza. Okay. The, the Say it again. Say it one more time. Oh, yeah. She practiced with her and what she was there. Yeah, because I've been watching um, documentaries on it now. Now I'm obsessed. But super cool Mayan ruins. We were the only colors on the tour. Um, it was so hot. I sweat through my little sheen outfit um, and the titty part. So obviously that was annoying. Uh, we ate at a um, authentic Mayan community, like a village. We had authentic Mayan food. Went right through me boo-booed immediately after had them fresh veggies yeah like literally went to the next stop which is a cenote which is a sinkhole when it's very pretty when i was trying to change my bathing suit boo-boo um not on myself but why are y'all so shitty like every episode it seems like one of y'all loses control of your bowels um oh I have to tell you about the joys of chlorophyll water. Continue your yeah, Mexico woman, story. You know? Please continue. But yeah, we went to the cenote. Didn't get in the water. But I actually, when I was seeing like little nine-year-olds hop in the 150, deep, 150 foot deep water and like jump in and have fun and shit, I'm like, wow, my big grown ass is scared to get in. So now I'm signing up for adult swimming lessons. So let's hope. Yay. Yes, thank you, guys. Um, but the trip was really cool. I got what I wanted for my birthday. 
I only had one little bratty moment for my birthday. Um, I'm not proud. But I had been looking up the, the restaurants and everything to do in the resort since we booked it. And I was like, okay, on my birthday, I want to go to the steakhouse on the resort. It's going to be so fun. I'm going to get the biggest, baddest steak in the building. Building going to be great. So he spent the whole day at the pool. He got us a cabana, bottles, all this stuff. It was great. It was other Black girls over there with cabanas. It was their birthday too. I twerked in front of the white people. My ass is out. It was great. So we go back. We leave at 7-ish, 6.37-ish. And then we go hunch. Looks like I never hunched on my birthday. What? I got some birthday sex. Yeah. Okay, no? Yeah, all right. Oh, no. You already told me about the birthday hunching. On the story. Yeah. So we hunched for too long. And then we ended up being late for dinner and got there at 9.45. And they closed at 10. And they were not allowing any more tables. And I almost, like, cried in the middle of the the, the reception. It's not reception. It's the hostess area. And I was just like. Yeah, I'm taking nobody else. He was like, babe, calm down. We get to eat at the buffet with the kids and shit. And I was devastated. I don't think people should take children on vacation. They haven't done anything in life to earn Mexico. They asses need to be right there. Uh on Leslie Chapel like the rest of the children. (laughs) No, and it's crazy because there's an adult-only section of the resort, and then it was like a general pop. Not gin pop child. So you yeah. you was fucking all through steak time. Basically, I could have been, you know, the you time. was eating the wrong meat. You got some meat. Huh. I had another joke, but I'm gonna respect everyone's privacy. Never mind. Um, well, that is that is a but the viewers have they've been asking. Um, did you for your golden birthday have a golden shower? The viewers have not been asking. Are you viewers, Lauren? I am one of the viewers. Obviously, I did not get urinated on for my birthday. No, I did not. That does not sound fun, Lauren. Yeah, I don't want it. sounds fun. I'm just saying it's tradition of the these niggas. Future be talking about urined on on your fifth birthday. I was five, so (laughs) but I do think I peed on myself just to celebrate. So yeah, old to be peeing on yourself. I was, you're never too old to make a mistake. Um, Y'all are crazy. Um, straight up. That's just what it is. Y'all are insane. Um, Somebody on this podcast got a golden shower and it's going to come out one day. Was it you? It does, have you gotten a golden shower? It wasn't me, and that's person? how I know it was one of you. If it was me, I would have overshared. You know, that's not some shit I'm participating in. And that I draw the line at you. I think it's disgusting. I think it's gross that men pee out of their penis. Like they pull it out and then pee comes out of like something that's like, it's gross to me. Do you remember how Whitney was talking about drugs and how she was like crackers whack? And we we're like, Whitney. Oh my God. Speaking of Whitney Houston, can we talk about Ray J, please? Why won't Ray J leave us alone? No, he, listen, between Ray J and Brandy, that's like seven bodies. Ray J is coming after black icons. And I mean, I guess Wendy Williams would fall in that category who like cocaine. We need to keep our eyes on Raymond Jr. Is that his name? That's Usher. What is Ray J's name? Usher's name is Usher. Is I mean, it's Usher Raymond, but is Ray J's name Raymond? No. I think it might be. No, it's not. It's something else. What is Ray? It's like Rayford. Let me see. I'm sorry. Excuse me. I think it's Rayford. We're letting a nigga named Rayford. William Ray Norwood Jr. His name is William. William Ray Norwood Jr. But this nigga Bill is out here doing whatever he want to do. He's got an old Mississippi backwoods ass name. His people from Louisiana. His mama went to Grambling. I met him at Bayou Classic. His name mama scare me. So who is Ray J? Huh? 
Who was Ray J? What do you mean? That's his name. That's it. He got it from one That's of the names. Yeah, but what was the, how did we get to Ray J? William, William Ray Raymond. Oh, I thought William Ray was one name. It's William Ray Norwood Jr. So Ray J. Okay. You think they were calling him William growing up? And then one day he was like, mm-hmm. I'm Ray J now. I think he, I that that's exactly what I think happened. Ray J sounds like a discovery you make on cocaine. When he made the first Scooty bike, the first one, the prototype. I want Ray J to just behave so we don't, because you're not putting out any music. You're not, do, you're not. You want Zeus Network fucking that white girl running amok, got her walking around telling everybody every chance she gets. What white woman? Sarah from Bad Girls Club. The one with the clay face, the semen From Atlanta face. has been fucking Ray J for years and is loud about it, girl. She is screaming. She wants us to know at every moment that she has had Ray J's expensive canock in her binocs. That's for what you. What about white lady that was sleeping with Young Jock one season on Love and Hip Hop? The one who was like, I absolutely am every night? No, it's a white woman. Mm. Honestly, if we played like who young jock that should be a game like who all these niggas on reality tv was fucking with young jock a white woman i thought there was more than one um there was one with a bang and i'm asking because i see her out often and i she just looks at me mean and i have different wigs and stuff on so i don't think she knows i'm the same person she appeared on like two episodes she wasn't a regular cast member she came to expose that he was cheating on somebody is that you talking about that thick white girl yes her Mm-hmm. I don't know her name, uh, but I do know she also was dealing with um, some popular scammer on Instagram. I, I don't know why. I know, there's no reason for us to be able to know people's business like this. Like, I don't know her, but I know about her dealing with the scammer. Just That's like Atlanta. Her. Everybody knows everything about everybody. Child, yeah. when my business hit the streets and they find out what I was really on, people are going to be like, wow, we knew it. She was some of the stuff that I know that people have said about me is just like, ridiculously untrue but i like to keep a little fodder in there so nobody knows what's real so i like when people make stuff up so i'm like yeah put that in there too so that you can't like prove any of it i haven't heard any media rumors around about myself as an adult i'd like to hear but have y'all heard any rumors other than like the comedy like i was hunching comedians and like y'all don't know me at all obviously oh well i mean rumors i mean there's people that i've heard that i've had sex with that i didn't have sex with but i don't ever clarify that shit anymore because I think I would look more ridiculous at my big age, 24, arguing about who I did and did not sleep with for two reasons. One, absolutely will never waste my time doing that. And two, even if I did fuck somebody and I didn't want to tell anybody, I could always lie. I owe you all nothing. So I just never find myself. um, You just going to look us in our faces and say 24? I'm 24 years old. I was, I'm a born again 24. Hmm. Okay. I don't know what to tell you guys about how you, guys I'm so young it's crazy but you have like living time capsules that like I mean I had them kids when I was nine nobody's gonna know the difference if I shuffle it around a little bit the way that your parents would have to be doom, 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 locked up <laughs> if you had your motherfucking baby nah. but just honestly Jay's short he's, he's been lying about his age forever uh, I always used to tell them we go in places y'all are short and got young faces tell these people you are whatever age it says is free if it says it's six, like it's six. Sure has an industry age too, but it's like it's on record that you crossed Delta in 01. So hey, you know what? And that's my all I didn't even know they made Deltas in 01. All <laughs> these bitches are lying about their age. So why can't I? SZA gets to lie about every fucking thing. She that's never has to tell the truth. Why do I? I'm 24 and that's the truth. 
I like being I like being my age. It's fun, except for I don't enjoy meeting like bitches who are in their early 20s that think I'm like 50. And then I say how old I am. And they like, you so classy, you know, just just older. Well, you have three crockpots. To be fair, you you have five crockpots. And so they're they're right. Okay, they are. But I you. So the thing is, and this is what I had to say to Rodney. There comes a time when you have to slow cook more than one thing. And guess what? It happened. It happened last weekend. What? And things need to get slow cooked at the same time. So Miss Mom was with the birthday party. Okay. Needed some meatballs. And Miss Mama's also needed some pasta sauce to go in her lasagna crostini. So the crock pots were crocking. Okay. I understand that you ran into that issue, but Mel and I have never been like, fuck, I need to put another crock on. Mel, have you ever been if, like, if shit? I made anything in a crock pot, which is like a roast or some shit. <laughs> and that's the, if I'm cooking something in a crock pot, that's what's been made. The whole meal. That's everything's it's all going in the, rice, is that, potatoes, carrots, is that celery, meat. It's like a witch's brew in this motherfucker. Like it all goes in. You put rice and potatoes in your in your. No, I, was, I was just saying shit. No. Oh. Like, Look, she was ready to judge us, and that's too conscious. <laughs> like, bitch, what you did? What Melanie? Like, bitch, want to be Paula Deen so bad? Right. You remember Paula Deen was having slave parties. She was, but you know what? Oh, oh, speaking of Paula Deen, because that joke is funny. Shout out to Miss Pat. Shout out to Miss Pat for her show coming up. I don't, I don't, I've always loved Miss Pat. She's, well, I don't know her like to love her, but she's always been really kind to me every time I've seen her. And I'm very happy for her show coming out. So good on you. Proud of you. Holiday's restaurant was really good though. We, me and my family went in 2009 before we heard she said that you, the hard ER. And it was delicious, actually. I don't know if we, I actually also white went. gloves in there. I don't remember. I, I went with my uh, baby's father on a, uh, food tour and your white baby's father the black one obviously he uh, knew she was saying nigger and took you in there anyway it was the black one we went on a tour we went to her brother's restaurant and hers the food was good and i too cannot remember what any servers look like which makes me feel like it happened and i blocked out the memory because i don't even remember anybody bringing my food it just appeared on the table as if from nowhere during the tour they told us that they um they dipped their chicken in eggs and hot sauce. And I immediately thought to myself, stolen from a slave. So that was just. That is uh, quite um, suspicious. I was like, there ain't no white lady to say this hot sauce and this egg, that will be what I shake the chicken in. That's not what happened. Somebody was in the house. You oversaw her doing it over your shoulder. Y'all went not you the- oversaw it. You <laughs> oversaw it. You was walking by. She was like with the kids and raising them and stuff. And you breezed in and you saw it and you took it. But we should all know Paula Dean was going to say nigger or says nigger all the time. She's probably saying nigger right now. As we speak. They let yes. that nigger Bill Cosby out. They, you know what? And on that note, I agree with her. You know what? That shit. First of all, I will say that. Uh, oh, well, we'll get into that later. Let's get into that. We got we got to talk about Um, anybody got any upcoming shows? Anybody got any shit going on that they want to do? But man, fuck. I don't know. them. Day. Man, follow us on Instagram. I know. Um, I got something in July. Next week. Hit me up. July is tomorrow. I know. It's late. July. I know. And I'm going to coming with plug. I think that's the fourth or the sixth. Um, I have some shows coming up. Um, one day we are going to come on this podcast having written down what dates we have things and the names of the shows, and we're gonna say it. One day we're going to do that. It's not gonna be today, but one day we're gonna do it. Um, I have a couple shows coming up. Um, look on my Instagram, things will be there. 
Um, oh, my joke of the week is that I had an allergic reaction to something and half of my face blew up like a balloon. Um, and I had to miss it because I could not open my mouth. Really? So why did I get photos of you looking like Wolf? Nobody got photos of me looking like that. I looked like Hitch. I know. I, I, that's why I wanted to see. No, I'm okay. I didn't take any pictures. I was ashamed of myself. Um, so I had to miss a show because I could not open and close my mouth properly. Um, so there was that. Um, I have a show at a Jewish center, which I'm really excited about, but I was instructed not to tell Jew jokes. So that's not fun. Well, I mean, what kind of Jew jokes? Like a Nick Cannon Jew joke or um just like it's like i'm doing comedy i'm just not supposed to tell jokes about jews but i think i am gonna get up there as an opener and be like so i was instructed not to tell jew jokes and that's my jew joke for the evening um and then i'll probably tell some jew jokes um because there are a lot of good stereotypes about jewish people that i really want to get into um because they're really positive jewish people have really positive stereotypes so i'm into that yeah, shout out to the anti-Semitism. I mean, they be dressed to the nines. When I lived in Brooklyn, they had like one of their little areas. I don't know what to call it. They used to be dressed, honey. I used to be walking off the train like, I know that's right. Lahayim, period. Lahayim. What's the other one that you said? Mazel. You can just say Mazel. I've never heard this Mazel. Oh, I do. Fucking A, speaking of shows, I have an open mic that I'm doing. It is on the 12th at our bar. That's gonna be fucking lit. So, oh, I'm gonna come to that. Biggest, it's our uh, bar across from the Vortex in what you call it? No, our bar is on Edgewood by Crew, kind of across the street from Crew, next to um Ghost Bar on that corner right there. The window says oh, that's, Soho. Okay, I'll pull up. I'll be here. But yeah, I'm gonna be doing a monthly mic. Actually, gonna be doing a couple of monthly rooms so people can come and get their jokes out. It's called One Night Only because <laughs> that's really cute. Thanks. That's cute. I'll, I'll be there. Um, we have a letter, and this poor thing really wants us to read it. Um, so maybe we'll tag team. We gotta, we gotta reset. Yeah, we'll reset, and then we'll read that, and we'll tag team it, and we'll go from there. Okay? No, I don't know. Do what in the bed? I'm not gonna waste in the bed. Thank you, mommy. Okay. All right. Thank. Okay. I'm making a porn. Are we making a porn? No. Porn. On Zoom, yeah. how Zoom porn work, mom? They got, they got Zoom. So they got a, how your mom know what porn they got on Twitter? <laughs> how you know what porn they got on Twitter? Oh, ew! I just did that. about what they got? Where? What Twitter she got? Right, because now I need to go move yeah. things around. If you got a Twitter. When my dad made a Twitter, I was like, oh, let me help you set it up. I went and blocked myself, muted myself immediately. Stop fucking playing with me. Right. <laughs> you will never see this page. I blocked his ass, too. That's crazy. My dad had a Twitter, and this is when I was, like, 14. But he followed me. I was talking about that. Who did this? My dad. This is when I was, like, 14. And he put me on text alert. Like, yeah, I need to see what you're talking about. Well, then I tweeted to him. I got to turn that shit off. <laughs> That's good. It worked. Yeah, turn it off. This is before you can just get notifications. This is like the text message error. Mm, oh, yeah, when it used to actually show up on your phone. You had to be really pressed to get text alerts, like to know. No, like for your phone to vibrate, you have to really be pressed. And you know what? It was only a couple of times I was ever that pressed. They were all fucking stupid. I had um, text alerts. They were all about boys. I'll say that. None of them were ever anything 
it was niggas I was like stalking. And I got text more- alerts when um Rihanna was beefing with people on Twitter. That I was into that. Oh, yeah, I just sat at the screen refreshing because her and Tiana Taylor, I sat there that night just on the computer. On that the, was uh, man, that was bad. Ate her ass up. That also, her and Sierra, uh, good luck booking that stage you speak of. <coughs> that was humbling as well. <coughs> Rihanna actually was very good at cussing bitches out, and I, I found it. I, it was one of my favorite things about her. I think that's one of the things we all love about Rihanna. You love it about Prince too, just like a real good shady bitch. Like it's just so good. No, remember when it was such a strange time? We can leave this in the podcast because this is funny. But remember the strange time when Chris and Rihanna got together and told us to shut our black asses up about it. Mm-hmm. And yes, posted that rice cake with hoop earrings and said it was Karuchi. That was so racist. It was like sweeter than a rice cake. It was she said in the song and then she posted that photograph. I was on spring break when she posted it. I remember looking like, no, this bitch didn't say this. But you know what? I do think it's fun to poke fun at non-black women who inject themselves into blackness. So she is black or half black. Karuchi's black too. Karuchi's not black. Karuchi is Who's black. Karuchi is Asian. She has a black parent. Where's her blade? Her black parent is a tanning bed. I don't think she's somebody, black. Hey, whenever there's any questions, somebody got to show me the black dad or the black mom. I got to see it now. I'm not. I can't be. I can't be playing around. Because I distinctly remember her saying yeah, something about uh, the black men. Put it in the group, in the group chat. Yeah, I just found it. Hold on. I'm like, no, I didn't make that up now. Again, I was a Chris Brown. I used to angrily stalk this bitch. She she has a black parent. I'll give her that. Which is Chris Brown's obsession was with specifically Blasian women. So that's why his first, his second baby mama lied about being actually Blasian. And she's just Asian. And that's why the baby looks. Yeah. This is true Um, because that is why them talking about the new baby mama line um but she never looked ablation to me karuchi i was willing to believe whatever because now these girls have got very good at black fishing like they're killing it yes they do and Some in that case yeah yeah her daddy black y'all see, I'm see nothing with her parents on here i just posted the picture i'm screaming at this investigation i'll have to look at it later but it ain't, it's not pulling up for my computer i figured out Callie refuses to see it, so her device won't accept it. <laughs> I'm just... It's like, she's like literally blocking this Black parent out. She's like, I said no. I've been it's on biracial girl. TikTok, and the biracial children are, like, angry because, first of all, they think that there's a biracial culture, which is not a thing. It's not. Um, and they are so mad that people call them Black that it's biracial cultural erasure and it's like we gotta stop calling everybody black especially if they don't want to be black i think you should just let them choose like you should have a sorting hat this should be a sorting hat for the biracial and you put it over their head maybe it tries their hair texture whatever what 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 do you want to be do you want to be black white or or just be a middle and oh Um, y'all can't see the box on my head this is you just put the, the sorting hat on them and then they pick their house because it's like yeah it's easy for some biracials to still pass if you have a Housie or a goddamn Tory um, Kelly, but then you have some that can't pass. You know, and, it, and the one drop rule, yeah, it's racist and problematic, but we have to draw the line somewhere. How are we going to split these niggas up? What, like, 
biracial isn't a thing. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing that's like, what is biracial culture? It's not a thing. Is there a biracial food? Biracial biracial means two races. You could be any combination of two races, so it can't have a culture. Yeah, exactly. I think the so, problem is saying culture and what the word they should be using is maybe experience as something of something with somebody with two races could experience, but because they're not using the wrong word and you're calling it a fucking macaroni and cheese when it's really a cheese pasta, we're, it's, we're just going to have to stop you at the so door. The, the pasta that you said was a cheese pasta. There's a reason that New Orleans people make it that way. So that one has to be beautiful, but it's still cheese pasta. And it's just these, I don't make the rules. I, I don't. The reason, this is Nally? a deal I'm willing to fucking die on. But well, it is. The reason is that there was like some community grocery program in New Orleans and they never gave elbow pasta. They always gave spaghetti. So black people started making it with spaghetti noodles because the community program didn't give elbow pasta. And it was easier to stretch for a big family when you used spaghetti noodles. Hmm. Well, that made me sad because everything goes back to racism. Right, exactly. And that's why cheese pasta is important and we should call it by its name. <laughs> okay girl you know and i and not to defend a white woman but the white the white new orleans girl who made the cheese pasta that went viral i don't think she's faking someone called it a black scent today that's not an easy accent to fake no she, i think that's her voice she talks like that for real now granted yeah. that's still weird but and then also her parents are deaf so it's not like she well, was talking to you yeah so, also like she lives in New Orleans, so like she's down talking to people in New Orleans. That's the fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like people that up north, especially that don't be around southern white people, they be so taken aback and think everything is a black a black scent. But some of these motherfuckers are country as hell. And yeah. Creole even different. Like I cause I don't even still understand exactly what that means. Cause white people be saying they Creole. So now I don't even I don't even get mixed up in all of that. I don't know what the fuck's going on over there. I know Beyonce is, I know Solange is, I know that Dan the man or whatever his name is from he's white said he was and that was confusing for me he's and a liar he's white that, that's what i said sean king yelled at me no he's also white but i'm talking about damn with the man and the men he just wanted to say nigga real bad exactly he was, he's, i'm creole like, and i was like is that a retort to we to us calling y'all white because exactly what? um Let's get black, I blame black men for every like white person that wants to be black that they just let be black though. I for some reason it's their fault. It's them. There it's not, it wasn't us that was like, yeah, you could you know, I was around this white girl and she's very nice, and I was around a bunch of black people around this white girl, and I made a joke about her being white, and they were like, Don't say that, don't say she's white. And I'm like, why is it a fucking secret that this bitch is white? She is a giant tall white bitch standing right in front of me. And she's like, <laughs> She was like, I am white. I was like, I know. Why are they treating me like I'm taboo for saying it? It's like so crazy. Because they like to let them pretend to be black women. But let your white friends be white people. They're white people. And They're if you want to have white friends, that's I'm fine. You don't go to a puppy and start calling it a goldfish. It's a goddamn puppy. They let them say nigga. They keep on getting them pregnant and then leaving them. So now they're raising a black child. It's they're just pregnant. She's white. You have a white baby mother. Like all your favorite rappers. Remember when that guy got killed by the police and he had an Asian baby mother and then they looked up their tweets and they were talking trash about black women all the time and she was saying oh, And it was black women that were, you know, it's always, why do people just treat us so bad? So bad. Just offer it. Off for it. no good reason. For no, it's never a good reason. They just, they just do it. Mm -hmm. Treat us however. 
and then want us to save her. Yep. And we do. And I'm that I won't use my good kneecaps to march for nobody else. <laughs> I don't want you niggas to know I'm exhausted and I'm tapping out. I'm taking a break. I was at every march. I'd be like, it was time to march. Let's march. Not again. I'm not advocating. Actually, I can't remember a time I was advocating for niggas. Let me think. Only against racism. But other than that, I'd really be like, these niggas is tripping. Truly. Okay, let's get into this letter. Let's talk about it. (laughs) Oh, I got to read the letter. Hold on. If we're on popcorn, we can. No, I'll, uh, I'll read it. I feel like people get tired of hearing my voice when I read the letter. I hate, I can't. Man, this is a long ass letter. Can we? As a male said, let's popcorn it. Okay, I'll read the. When I stop, one of y'all just go ahead. Okay, boom. So I was going to let you say my. Hold on, this is the wrong thing. Okay. This letter is entitled A Hot Mess. Here we go. I was going to let you say my name, but I recommended the pod to a bunch of my friends, and I don't need them knowing my business like that. So please keep me anonymous. I feel attacked every time they do that. Okay. Hey, ladies, this letter is going to be long AF. So I'm really sorry, but I need y'all's input. You also have full permission to cuss me out if I'm acting like a fool. It's basically three letters in one. So please bear with me. I'm from South Africa and I absolutely love the podcast. Oh my God, South Africa. Yay. I've been binging on all the episodes. Never have I come across a group of people who share quite literally the same exact views as me on basically everything. So I'm already gagging for all three of you. I'm currently on episode 22 and I decided to finally write my letter before I get all the stuff I needed to say. Before I forget all the stuff I needed to say, I have ADHD, I have ADD. Number one, so a little backstory, I'm 20 turning 21 in February and I am still a virgin. This is not something I'm particularly proud of, nor am I ashamed. It's just upsetting me and my homegirls and by my homegirls, I mean my other personalities. I've never had an actual boyfriend, just a bunch of straight men who leave me on for a few weeks or months until they get bored. So that's where I'm at. In November of last year, I met this amazing guy on Tinder. We'll call him Luke. And we hit it off almost instantly. Was he super drop dead gorgeous? No, but he wasn't Quasimodo ugly either. We are also considering the fact that men literally never asked me out. So there's that. He was the only nigga giving me any amount of attention. Okay, cool. So we talk for a few days and I make it very clear that I hate talking stages that drag on for months, that I want to be with him right now. He agrees and we live happily ever after. Not two months in, he starts flaking. He never responds to my text. Even if he does, they're always one word answers, which got on my nerves very quickly. He stops calling and rarely checks up on me, if ever. I call him out on his behavior two times and he swore, you from somewhere else, for real, you put a you in behavior. Damn. I call him out on his behavior two times and he swore he'd change and do better, whatever the fuck that means going forward. He obviously doesn't change, so I call him out a third time. He again apologizes and promises to change. I kid you the fuck not on that same night. This nigga texts me with a, I don't think this is working text. You've got to be fucking kidding me. His explanation was that I'm too perfect, which I don't get because if I'm perfect, then why the heck is he leaving then? His other reasoning. Hold on. Wait, something. Oh, his other reason. <coughs> what? His other reason was that he's just not ready for a relationship. Now, I would understand where he's coming from if he didn't do the shit he's going to do later on. Okay, fine. That ship sails off. Okay, one of y'all can go now. All right. I'm eating ice. Hold on. It's a good Chick-fil-A ice, too. Okay. Tell me why I'm browsing through my Instagram stories three days later, and I see a snap of him and his other boy 
who really isn't that cute to be honest damn near having on ig i guess damn near having sex on ig close friends now i'm sitting there barbecue sauce my titties i say that all the time <laughs> still picking up the pieces of the from the heartbreak that almost killed me i also have manic depression so i was in the middle of an episode thinking maybe i'm the problem or i wasn't enough for him which again i find very hard to believe because i know how hot i am period this all happened in january by the way him keeping me on his close friends is some weird nigga shit because why do I still have access to him? Like, I know he blocks other people from his close friends and WhatsApp statuses, and he sure as hell sees mine. So what actually is going on? See, now this is the kind of stuff that makes me think he's a sociopath. Probably, girl. <sighs> I know I'm not a bad boyfriend since all three of the men I dated before him maintained that I'm the best person they've ever been with, and we're all still good friends. I obviously haven't gotten over the whole thing, and I'm much like Tally. I'm also a till-you-do-right-by-me bitch. Period. I am fully acknowledging the fact that I am jealous of their relationship and act and that it has to end so he can come back to me after apologizing for the shit he put through, put me through. Then maybe I can break his heart because I genuinely don't think he deserves to be in a happy, healthy relationship. He broke my heart for absolutely no reason. I also forgot to mention that I bought this man a bunch of expensive birthday, December 26th presents that I never got the chance to give him since he was always canceling our dates. They said I basically had to force him to plan, mind you. Finding another man is off. Hold on. It's off the table since men never talk to me. And I think my best bet is burning a candle for him <laughs> or something. So how do I get, go about doing that? I'm on my meds for all my illnesses. Don't worry. Okay. We'll answer that one. Okay. Girl, go ahead, more. Do we want to answer questions as he's going? Because... Yeah, let's answer this and then go to the next one. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I just want to jump in here. Um, I recently got out of a relationship where I was trying to like force a nigga to do right all the time. Just leave people alone and let them go on about their life. Like even if nobody else is talking to you, you can't get what you deserve or no new blessings if you're trying to force somebody to literally treat you how you're being explicit about wanting to be treated. So you having to force somebody to plan shit. I said this before, you ain't got to that episode yet because you on episode 22. These motherfuckers heard you. They heard what you said. They know what you're asking for. They're not doing it because they don't want to. And that's not a person you should want. It's not a person you should want. And I know that you're only 21. You're turning 21 and things don't matter that much because you're so young. But like, also you have to think about the fact that if that person is behaving that way and there's nothing at stake, you're not married, you don't have any kids. If you were to stay with that person and it would end up that way, it's going to just get worse. You know what I'm saying? That's how they're going to treat you when shit is on paper and when shit is legal. That's how they're going to treat your kids. If you have kids, you don't want to be with a motherfucker. You got to keep poking and prodding and pushing along and and saying the same shit over and over again. Let that shit go. And if you don't have no experience lighting candles for people, you probably shouldn't. So I don't want to like give you. Uh, I don't I don't feel like maybe I feel like maybe I shouldn't say that. I feel like. Because I had a candle go bad, so maybe you shouldn't do that. Hmm. I you literally don't want to open up no witchcraft doors. <coughs> I can't even get the words out because look, the demons is trying to stop me, playboy. Don't light no candles and lead us to go on. Honestly, people that like you will show you they like you. So if you're not being liked, you got to keep it pushing. No matter how much you want that person to like you, you just have to have faith in the fact that you are fine and you will find your person. And the reality is there's like a hundred million people that could be your person because love is just time spent in proximity so you can you'll meet somebody else and you you'll be waiting 
You yeah, have to you're, your head. you're just getting started. You are a young gay. You understand? It's just the doors are just open. The world, the, the world is yours. Yeah. You don't even know what you're really into yet. You might yeah, be in a someone, you have to beg to do right by you, girl. No, we're not doing that. You can find not doing else. that ever. And yeah. granted, oh, I can't find anybody else right now. That's not an option. Look, just be by yourself for a minute, sis. Just be by yourself, learn yourself, just you know, regroup, rebrand. And fuck up and, and block him, soft block, so you don't be on their close friends no more. Cause it's like they're doing that on purpose. Yeah, and nobody who cared about you, knowing that they have treated you in a way that left you confused or treated you in a way where you weren't treated with kindness, would have you on their close friends while they were with another person. Nope, nobody would do that to you. Yeah, because they could at least take you off. Like it's nothing to take you out of the close friends while I'm doing dirt. Like that's the bare minimum. I would do for somebody I was dealing with. You know what I mean? Like to keep you in there is very intentional. Like I'm not fucking with you. Right. And it's ugly. And they, forgot all, they forgot about you, which is worse. And that's the type of shit where like people will do shit like that and then be like, oh, it's not that serious. And it is, it's, it's, it's harmful. So block that motherfucker, fuck him. Look at us solving problems. Hmm. Okay. Nora. Let's go on with the letter. Okay. I always got ice in my mouth when it's my turn. Okay, two. Sorry. I'm an aspiring model and actor, and I also want to try out photography. The South African acting industry has these very outdated standards for actors to the point where dark skin, six foot four, feminine, queer person such as myself is not welcome. So I'm just praying for a miracle on that front. Back to the photography. I was wondering if you ladies have any pointers on how I can go about asking people to be my subjects slash models and how I can grow my portfolio since the websites never really get into the specifics of how I can go about doing this. I didn't, I don't go to a university, mental health and financial issues. So I don't really meet a lot of people. My friends are always busy because they're either in college or working. So I can't ask them. I'm also interested in starting a podcast with another friend of mine since my YouTube channel is currently in its flop era. <laughs> so this just yeah. up that I fully intend on it being South African remakes of the jokes on UPAD. Pod. Oh. that's funny well name it something different baby that's that's all i got i think asking people to be your muse as long as you're not doing no creepy shit like let me dip you in baby oil in a tub full of fucking you know baby dolls. let me throw some sprinkles on you you know and bitches still do that so there's that but as long as you and um find people that are also like let's say aspiring models um that's a good thing instead of trying to build a team I mean, you should like network out so like if you find people that need to build up their portfolio, of course, they have no problem being muses and things because they need to do the same thing. So y'all can kind of like work together. Um, it will be hard to find other creatives, but nigga, you found this podcast. You can find anything, you know, just have some faith in your, your unis because you've snapped it. You found our black asses. Absolutely. Absolutely. And just know what, like, because I have a friend who does photography and um, she's trying to like branch out and she just, not settled that's the wrong word that's not a good word she um is focusing on one part of photography right now and is like reaching out to couples and being like hey can I shoot you guys you know what I'm saying like things like that so like if you know what's the most important part of your work or where you want to hit yes she did a couple shoots shout out to Chrissy love my Chrissy poo uh, yeah. by Chris on um on the socials uh, she did a shoot for Mel and the Wayne um and it was very cute um so yeah but just know what you want to focus on and then start finding people that need that type of work yep 
and even that girl that everybody like, I think her, the Kimberly, the one that does the photo shoots of herself in her house and makes these like goes and gets craft products and sets up her own set design and shoots herself. Cause like you said, if there's not a standard for, you know, your look, I mean, shit, who better to shoot it than you, right? So. Just, yeah, I'm gonna let somebody give that girl a budget because I'm tired of her tearing that dollar tree down. Honestly, I think they're giving her a budget to buy that stuff to build. I think at this point, we're all invested in the set design because there's no way she doesn't have a check. Honestly, some of that should be looking expensive. I'm like, bitch, where are you getting all the time to be buying all these blow up shits to cut them in half and throw them away right after? That's somebody spent a dollar. Right. I would have that shit in the closet somewhere. I'm keeping all this shit. Y'all seeing the same fucking flowers from last week's shoot. I just uh, spray painted them gold. Yeah, and enough storage in the world because she been putting herself on fucking Mars and shit in her living room and put some shit on the ceiling fan and now she get an asteroid. Like, bitch, what? She be taking herself apart now. I'm like, okay, bitch, like, now you, like, you killing it. Right. Get your foot off my neck. Y'all, I'm I'm so motherfucking tired. Today beat my ass. I'm sorry. Are we done with this long ass letter? I'm a we got one more. Go ahead, Lauren. Oh, we're on part three, correct? And nigga, don't you ever write this podcast this fucking long again. <laughs> I mean, never. We we exhausted. We like that lady who worked the podcast. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Chapter three. <laughs> this is a lighthearted one since I just gave you a whole rundown on how messy my life is. Well, thank you so much. How do I get these men to fly me out? Because I'm still a virgin. I'm more than ready to lose it. Jesus Christ. Um... Thank you so much for this podcast. And I hope it grows on to become bigger and better than all these other weak podcasts because you deserve to succeed. And that's that on that per PS, a few things, Lauren, girl, <clears throat> PS, a few things, Lauren, girl, I love you because lesbians are the backbone of the fag community. And that's a fact right there. And let me pause you guys right now that I'm about to get upset. I'm reading what the man said. He said, I'm the backbone. That's what he said about me. If you're upset, you need to take that shit up with your mother. But I'm reading the letter and the letter <laughs> called me a backbone. And you know what a backbone does? Support my brother here in what he's saying by reading it aloud. Thank you so much, my brother. I love you so much. I won't say your name because you asked me not to. To Tally, he says, I love baking too. So girl, please run me those recipes. Boom. I will do. I got you. Melody. I feel you on that light-skinned nigga front because I too, despite being as dark as the night itself. And is Melanie dark as the night itself? I, I think know. It's I too <laughs> am very attracted to light-skinned men right after white men. So Oh, a winch. That's he has a winch rising. It's a winch rising. It's not. <laughs> The witch mood. <laughs> That's why she likes light skin niggas like that. I love all three of you and wish I had a friend group as lit as yours. We are your friend group. Um, PPS, I have another story about a friend I need advice on. This letter's already too long and I'm not. Nigga, you have to send that separately. And thank you so much. To give us a month to, to, to recover from reading all this shit. Thank you. Regards, friends. probably your biggest South African fan. We didn't even know we had South African fans. I saw it and I thought it was a glitch. Like uh, SoundCloud was just playing us anywhere. Nobody was really listening. So to have you actually write, thank you fucking so much. And like real shit, we do love you. Um, how do we get these niggas to fly out? First of all, you need to worry about you You trying to jump off the porch Too a little bit early. You tell yeah. me, unless you about to sell that virginity, which I, if I could go back in time, I would have. Um, 
I don't, you don't need to be worried about flying it out. Yeah, you should probably not. That probably shouldn't be your first experience. Um, well, you can also tell me to go to hell because the youngins be knowing what they want. But, but you know, I, already arguing with niggas local. True. True. You got, a mess, you got a mess in your house. You don't need to be worried about going down the street. True. Okay. Get your local pimping together and then expand. Yes. And, you, you know, get that little thing right. You know, because you don't want to get flued out and then you don't even know what to do. You're like, mm, you know, you can't be like Monica and, and loving basketball. And you don't got flued out already. Right. You don't want of these bad flu out fly out stories. They are not going to play Maxwell for you. You standing at the airport with all your stuff and your flight done got canceled and you crying and your family not picking up. Right. You don't want to be that. I see that on Twitter all the time. Bitches be getting flown straight to hell. But uh, oh, but I will say, if you are you trying to get interested in getting flued out and stuff, don't get your flight and then be like they go pay you back. Don't do that. You just you. pay you up for it. Having people just send your birthday and your full name. Tell them you don't have a a penny to pinch or a pot to piss in. When payment starts coming up, you stop speaking English. All of a sudden, you just be very confused. Just be like I just you don't know what to I do with you. Do you want me to buy my flight? Like, just move your hand. With their money, so they can't cancel it. Mm -hmm. No, send me the money. I'll get my flight. I need to transfer the funds. Exactly. And you sell, not cash out, baby. Period. Okay. Let's get get into it real quick. Real. So, fuck Bill Cosby. Let's just start there. Yeah, you know what? That's the law. The law should not have loopholes where rapists can get let out. It, you should not have technicalities in the law where rapists who admitted to rape can get let out of rape jail. It and just the, shouldn't happen that way. The rapists made the law that way. They always left some loopholes so only the rich elite rapists can finesse and finagle their way through these holes. But you're right. There shouldn't be a way that rapists get to sneak out. And it's really weird that a lot of people are not like reading anything. So like that nigga innocent, that nigga is guilty, that nigga is guilty, that nigga is guilty. He did it. He said he did it. So for those who don't understand what's going on, I just want to explain really quickly. So if you are engaged in a Twitter conversation with somebody who's being ignorant, which I would advise you not to do, just block these people. I had to block Felicia Rashad today, which is not something I ever thought I would have to do in my life. Um, But if you are engaging with somebody, so it's they didn't drop all the charges or overturn the fact that he was guilty. Basically, when he gave his confession, he was led to believe by the prosecutor who was doing his case that that admission, those words would not be used against him in court. Another prosecutor or DA or whatever the fuck ended up picking up the case and being like, fuck that. It will be used against you. Your ass is going to jail. So it was appealed because he was misled in his admission. And that is why it got, oh, why he's getting to go home. But isn't that like a bait car? Like when they put the bait car out and then a nigga steal it, they still be taking him to jail. You just was sitting there like, all right, I'm gonna tell you what happened. I gave somebody three Benadryls. As a matter of fact, now that I think about it, I also slipped her some clay loot so I could fuck her. Everybody, that's rape. He said he did it. No, it, and they know that. What they're, what people, and especially like, and I only say, black folks because that's all i talk to what they like to do especially the men in our work who are being crazy today is act like the only time that the law works as perfectly as it should is when someone is being accused of rape 
Because you guys have a concept of the law not working right when it comes to other things. But when it comes to rape, you're like, well, it's the law. The law was upheld. It was legal. The charge got dropped. Eyes of the law. I ain't never heard niggas say eyes of the law my whole life till today. Yep. And it's like niggas, niggas become Captain fucking America and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just really, really annoying. Like, when it comes to women being harmed and when it comes to, like, Jussie Smouye, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say Jussie Smouye because it's almost too close to accepting J.J. Pell's bullshit. But when when it came to Jussie Smollett, I don't forgot to say it now, but it's just like, niggas was like, the police said, like, y'all niggas have never been the police said ass niggas the day in y'all life and now it's, well, the police, like, fuck y'all, for real. We knew these niggas was desperate though. When I saw them bringing up Cardi B, I was like, oh my God, I I, I almost forgot this happened. I should have known you guys would have brought up. Well, if a woman drugs people, nigga. And she, she was drugging them niggas she to didn't rob them. It's not rape, but it's not rape. She didn't rape anybody, first of all. She also didn't, we don't know that Cardi B actually drugged anybody. If that's the case, we have to arrest all the rappers for everything they say in songs and on video. Um, all of your faves, but we do know Bill Cosby was fucking raping for certain. So let's get all the confirmed rapists, then we can loop back around for the hypotheticals. Yeah, and then also I want to say um, T.I. was in the comments on Shade Room when they posted that he'd been released and he put like the tough face, like the blowing smoke emoji out and then said, tough. He needs to stay, if I was T.I.'s PR, I'd be like, anytime rape comes up with anybody's case, you don't need to be in the comments, the likes. As a matter of fact, you need to swipe past it very hard because your raisin in the sun is coming. Like you are, they are hot on your track. They are coming for you. The girls are getting in line to put your documentary, your case together for you and your motherfucking wife. So it is your best bet, Clifford, T.I., T.I.P. if you're nasty, to shut the fuck up. He's not going to shut the fuck up because not, there's nothing a, a sexual abuser loves more than antagonizing not only their own victims, but anybody else who has been affected by sexual assault and rape. That is a part of the, um, I don't know to call it adventure, but that's a part of the thrill for them is antagonizing people who have been harmed by sexual assaulters. So this is on brand for a rapist. This is, this makes sense. This is, this is, and then all of the niggas that were like, well, you know, my daddy wasn't in my life. All I watched was the Cosby show and ate TV dinners alone in my bedroom. I don't know. Well, find your real daddy. I don't that, but you need to go to therapy. Bill Cosby's not your dad. He's never going to tell you that he loves you. He is never going to come to any of your baseball games. Awesome. He's never going to listen to your podcast. Bill Cosby, t- doesn't, Bill Cosby hates you niggas, actually. Hey, he would have called y'all nigger coons with your yeah. sagging pants and your whatever the fuck. Like, he is the king of respectability politics. He Bill hated Cosby. y'all niggas. He too would have abandoned you if given the opportunity. Bill Cosby would have been out of your life in a heartbeat. So know that. If I told niggas that the Energizer Bunny was my mother, would that be the case? No. Mm-hmm. No. No. Super annoying. But niggas love rape, chapter seven, thousand six hundred. I mean, just I mean, that's really what it is. And you know what? They could have just let this old nigga die, man. You like he, he wouldn't have known. We had like 20 minutes left. You saw the raggedy ass comedians too coming forward, couldn't wait. It's the, it's the Instagram comedians being like, ooh, content. Like, they're acting like they're about to do a book of Mike with Bill Cosby. And that's what do y'all think is about to take place? And then people think NBC is shaking in their boots. NBC is fine. Right. 
they didn't even discuss this amongst each other. Like, this has nothing to do with us. Because do you still think he going to get out and buy NBC? Because that was the whole thing. He was about to buy. No, he wasn't. And he's not going to. So nobody's going to buy NBC. That nigga was twitching on the way into the court. He's on his very last. Like, you know how, like, on Super Mario, when it's like, nah, if you die for real, if you fall off this cliff, you got to start over. He's on that. This nigga is shaking just like my car was before the tire came completely off. I know a system breaking down when I see it. Bill Cosby is about to combust. And when he does, good riddance. So fuck him. Who wants to be saying fuck? Um, fuck Jamie Lynn Spears. Fuck, fuck Jamie Lynn. Fuck Jamie. Fuck the mammy. Why are they all named Jamie? <laughs> fuck Kevin Federline. Fuck Star Jackson. Fuck everybody. Yes. And you know what? I think the darkest part of all of that is the fact that this grown woman spent the latter part of, was it her late 20s and all of her 30s mm-hmm. in this conservatorship? And she has an IUD in her body against her will. This is a grown woman in a relationship who cannot have a child because she has not been permitted to remove an IUD. I do not know how to express to you. And I know that I get on these political soapboxes, but the fact that women's bodies are even political is a crazy thing. A grown woman mm-hmm. does not have permission from a court of white men and her parent to remove her IUD. She can't do anything. It's so it's not even her finances, everything you work for at this point. It takes the 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 dream that you had and what you wanted to do at some point it turns it into a fucking living hell. And like even the videos that she was making, or people are trying to make it seem like these aren't fucking hostage videos. This lady has these bags around her eyes, looking worn and ragged. She looks small as hell. She looked like she's cha-chaing at gunpoint, bitch. The bitch looks like down bad. And we're all people are just watching this and and her family's just, I'll have extra onions on my steak, please. Like, y'all are fucking nasty. And well. then it's the people like Perez Hilton and fucking Justin Timberlake, oh, free Britney. Bitch, it's you. You part of the problem. I, Perez, honestly, um, it would be one thing if Perez had ever came forward at any point and acknowledged all of his heinous behavior for towards women, especially during that era, whether it was Britney, Lindsay, Paris, Kim. He was giving them white bitches hell he was saying like weird like chrissy t-esque shit like telling them to die or like kill themselves or some shit he was like drawing because he had that white out like that white pen he would draw on people's pictures and like draw cum on people's faces and shit it was a lot it was really nasty and heinous so for you to come forward now that it's cool to be apologetic about that is so disingenuous and it's like it's not because if you were really sorry about britney you would speak about everybody you did that shit too he's not sorry about shit like People Magazine was like something, something, something. Free Britney, bitch. Are you for real? You guys, you guys are saying that. Mm-hmm. You see it all the time with like wealthy people. Once people get a certain amount of success, like their when their family starts, like especially like these child stars, because um, they they had to groom them so early, and it's so sad to see because so many people have passed. And you seen, and she's not, she's alive. That's the crazy thing. Imagine how they would be acting, like how they do some of these, you know, black people's estates. Once people pass and shit, mm-hmm. this girl is sitting in the house and they acting like that in her face. And they're probably trying to kill him. <coughs> I, I genuinely believe so. Mm-hmm. I, and I, I even more so now think that that's, that's the focus now that she's getting so close to getting out. I genuinely believe those people are trying to kill that girl. 
in front of the world. It's so crazy. And it's like, we get to, the celebrities are still people. And it's like, Britney Spears has been mined for, I mean, fucking it. They take our babies. They took our uterus. They took our money. You got you tied up in the house. I don't like. And then they were, because she didn't. So something happened with like a dance move she wanted to change. And then because she wanted to change it, and they didn't, they threatened her and was like, we're going to have to send you back to a facility because you're not doing well with your, your progress and your treatment. And so they were just basically like, okay, like Rapunzel, like we're going to lock your ass up because you think you can have an opinion on what we, like basically dance monkey is what they're doing to her. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And like literally dance monkey, like you also have to dance and act and tell people everything's okay even when she came out and was like no everything's fine they were like girl no it's not and then she was like you're right it's not it's not fine at all thank you for asking me twice nothing is fucking fine and good for her. i'm glad she finally feels supported enough to get the fuck out of the shit it's been way too long overdue yeah um honestly fuck fuck kyle mancy because he's sick um fuck trick daddy because you're Hold on, let's go back to kyle massey he knew that girl since she was four years old. Yep. And then I guess she wanted to get involved in show business and was like, perfect. Here's my, my penis. Here's, here's my penis. And you're a child. Sick. And this thing ain't worked since Corey in the house. So who, what leverage you got? And what is going on with fucking child? So I really think it's because pedophilia in Hollywood is like so normal. I think yeah. most of them niggas is pedophiles. So all those motherfuckers think it's normal, especially the kids as they grow up. Not all of them, because everybody's not a pedophile and it's not an excuse. Put Kyle in the prison, but- Under the jail. Corey, what the Corey, fuck? Corey, it's like every time we look up another one of these niggas, the, the white boy from that 70s show, the nigga from Glee, they just, they're fucking- The one from Glee, he, uh, he self-murdered, yes? Yes. Which one? The one who um the one yes. uh uh-huh. he self-murdered, I think. I, I believe so. I, Can I, I say be- self-murdered? I mean, I he he's not with us, but he was never with me. He's a pedophile. So I mean that shit is crazy. The world we live in is like you have children and you just exist in this world and this shit is going on like around us constantly. And that's why but I want we need to reset, but that's also why like I'm like weird about like having kids because like I feel like I would be obsessive like I have to watch and look at you all the time yeah we gotta reset but that's where I'm at it's it's very upsetting But yeah, it's just super weird, like the child star. And I, I kind of resented my mom and dad for like not putting me in commercials and TV shows and shit. But you know what? I may have a pink ombre orange mohawk and a nose ring and a cow nose ring and I got them cheek piercing and all kinds of weird shit now because they be getting fucked up. Yeah, and uh, I think it's like I was trying to say before we had to reset, like, okay, for example, right? Today, I was in the airport with my teenage brother, right? He's 15. Like, he's a growing boy. He's on his way to being an adult. I constantly worry about him. Like, I had to go walk away to try to get us on another flight. Like, I was giving him a speech like, look, don't talk to anybody. Don't go anywhere with anybody. He's like, I'm not stupid. Like, I'm not going to do that. But I'm like, people steal kids. People touch kids. Like, people just will randomly go about their lives doing awful shit to kids and then just keep going. So, like, I think we had a nice, normal day in the airport 
somebody could do something bad to you that you would never tell me about because you think it's not that big of a deal. You know what I'm saying? Or you think it's not weird or some weird ass grown up trying to give the, give you their phone number or some shit. Or they threatened you or whatever. That's why like, even when my kids like, I know they're irritated with me because they're not on any of the social medias as stands yet. And not TikTok, not Instagram. And it's a personal thing for me um, because I want them to be a little kids as long as possible. And it's already so much like, with them even just some of the stuff they watch on YouTube and stuff like that. And and then once they create a social media thing, my thing is now there's an interaction point. Now, whoever can come say whatever and be on your Instagram saying whatever. And I don't have the fucking time for that. Even in the Xbox and the fact that you can play with other people and having to go through those chats, people snatch your kid from talking to them out of fucking Minecraft. Like, right. it's, it's, you don't even have to go outside. So it's, it, it's stressful. Um, it's fucking crazy, man. The world is fucking crazy. And we just out here. Like, and honestly, I'll be thinking about myself sometimes. It's a miracle I didn't get snatched. I don't know how my ass didn't get snatched. I, it was it was the grace and favor of God. Like today I'm in the car with my brother. And um his phone rang, which I didn't even I don't know any of his friends because I'm not 15 and I don't live there. But his phone rang and it was an Instagram call. I said, who is that? And he was like, oh, just somebody from Instagram. I said, no, who the fuck is calling you from Instagram? And eventually he stopped being like a private little boy and just told me that it was his friend group from his little summer job. And I'm like, okay, but when I ask you questions about people calling you from the internet, I need you to tell me straight up what the fuck's going on. Because that could be a nigga named Bernard in a basement who's trying to come take your ass. And it's exactly. like, true crime that I'd be like, on the case, bitch. Like, I'm a solve we not doing that up in here. Cause I'll be watching them sometimes. And the parents are like, yeah, he was in this, like, there was this one particular one about a boy who got snatched, but he would spend like 14 to 16 hours. She said in there playing a game by himself, talking to his friends. We're not doing that nigga. Even with Jason Tom, on there, one time he was playing some game, nigga started cussing and he'll bring me the headset. I'm on the mic now, bitch. Jay play the game and beat their ass. I'm gonna break them down there on their self-esteem on the headset. Oh, that's so cute. That's precious. Like, the mom's a bitch. I'm like, oh, mommy on the headset now. Fuck, nigga. Yeah, we work together. I love that. A lot of time on the internet growing up. And now I see why my parents trip, especially like in like 2007 before they had a lot of information about the internet and interacting with people on social media. Because I used to be talking to strangers. Like I had IMBU because I didn't have, I wasn't allowed to have the MySpace and Facebook like everyone else. So I had to get creative at what I did on the internet. So I used to be on IMBU. I don't know if y'all are familiar. No. Like it was like MySpace, but you instead of it being your pictures, you would make an avatar which was 3D. And then you would take pictures of your avatar. So you'd use the money that you would get on the website, like the little fake coins and shit, to buy outfits and poses and shit. And then when you chatted with you would chat with other people and y'all would just be in like a physical 3D room, mm -hmm. physically talking to them, but like through the computer. I was talking, I had a boyfriend. I was talking to people from like California, all over the world. Yeah. I got in so much goddamn trouble on there. Oh, and then when I got older, I could be like verify the people more. I was talking to niggas on YouTube from California, and then I got aim. <sighs> and I was just like the, the Ranger niggas, the jerk niggas. I used to let's message them and see if they were reply. And sometimes they did. And I would like sit and talk to them for like a long You would time. message them and see if they were what? Reply on aim. Oh, okay. I loved aim. Aim was a good time. Oh, I'm, I'm, hey. Get, get, I'm, I'm almost done. Just give me a, I'm almost finished. Now this is on the recording, Ma. It's it's 9.40. Okay. 
But yeah. Okay, okay girl. I'm coming. Hold on. Well, it's crazy. But you know, I guess they got to do what we did and just be smart and be like, just diligent. Somebody be on their ass. I will say, even as a kid, though, I was not linking up with no mystery person from the internet. Like, even on episodes of Degrassi, yeah. as told by Ginger, they all broached the subject of meeting strangers is dangerous. And I watched CSI when it was in Las Vegas. So I was not linking up with sexy boy 62 at no fucking where. Right. I'm not about to watch CSI Miami where the children would end up as gay <laughs> from meeting strangers places. So I don't do that shit. Miami got too many large bodies of water. Um, so no, uh, the oceans here, I may never be seen again. Yeah, luckily I was able to properly vet the stranger I met off the internet and ended up being with because we had a mutual friend. The girl who lived across the um across the hall from me freshman year knew him from high school. So we had a common person to like, oh, he's not a murderer. So that was good. I think the yeah. most dangerous people are on plenty of fish. I think if you want to have somebody rob your house, uh, then you should look for love on plenty of fish. Noted. I don't know why I thought for a long time plenty of fish was a Jesus app, but it is not. That is a godless app. <laughs> that godless. That app is the elephant graveyard. It which is app? which app? Plenty of fish. Oh, Niggas yeah. the military is on it for they hook up from city to city when they pull in. When I tell you, I know a nigga. He got uh he got some girl pregnant. Ended up I don't know somehow she got ran over with a car. I'm not really sure. They met on plenty of fish. I don't, don't want to be on a site called Plenty of Fish. I was That's like, he was for a while. Hinge was fun. Hinge was fun. Very ghetto. I have no desire to do any of the dating apps. Ever. Plenty of Fish looks ghetto. Like when you download it, it, you know, some of them have updated and tried to be a little bit nicer with their technology. Plenty of Fish looks like you are getting on a website via like a mobile phone browser. So it's the Craigslist. It's the Craigslist of dating apps. It is the Craigslist. It's the fastest way to Why get Why does Craigslist refuse to update their website? Why does Craigslist still have them um, sex? Like, this is the thing. Them creepy niggas that are after offering bitches jobs to be like come model or whatever the fuck, and you get paid fifty thousand dollars for it's obviously porn. They're snatching girls. Yes, they are. So they, if y'all wanted to get like back page and shit out of here, why don't we actually go to Craigslist and we look at some of the shit that's sitting right there with its name on it? I'm just yeah, yeah, watching a lot of television. Oh, you know what? I should watch Cold Case. I got a new TV. I know that's going to hit. I had to stop watching Cold Case so much because I kept on thinking like every moment of my life was like the beginning seven minutes of Cold Case where like they found a dead body. So Yeah. Shit, it's, it's law or CSI or Criminal Minds is the worst because that nigga might kill you coming in through your window. Stab you in the ear with an ice. The air vent. Criminal <laughs> Minds is the worst because like how people get caught up. You'd be like, damn, I'd be doing that too. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, like, but sometimes the criminal minds are like, the killer's just killing people at the store and they walking through and this nigga's just grabbing bitches. Like, criminal minds actually gives me anxiety. Law and Order SVU made me upset, but criminal minds made me nervous. Criminal minds gives me anxiety because um, it's it reminds me of like how I should stop talking to people and strangers. Like I talked to everybody. So like there was this one episode where this lady, this guy was like, yeah, I lost my dog. He just had a leash in his hand. He's like, I lost my dog. I can't find my dog. Yeah. This is a grown ass woman. She was like, oh my God. Like, yeah, let's go look for your dog. And I'm like, I would have fallen so hard and fast for that ruse. Exactly. So hard. Maybe I'm just a bitch because I would be like, girl, 
get the fuck. Like, y'all I was at the doctor today at um, Chick-fil-A. And this man was like, oh, he, he's like, I don't like when people come to my car window. It gives me anxiety. I don't know you. I don't like that shit. And that includes them fucking water bowls. I hate them. So this man comes, came to my window, like, simply, I'm like, I literally rolled the window down like this much. I'm like, huh? <laughs> he's like, oh, me and my wife out of gas. Can you give us some? No, sir. And I'm, I'm good. Because why are you in my window? You're making me scared. I don't trust none of y'all. It's It's like. It's really crazy, but I think I, I was talking to this dude. Sometimes I think people don't even realize how creepily they're coming off because it's like, if you were on the other side of this, you would be like, hmm, this could be a little frightening. Even for men in public spaces, like parties and shit. Like, sir, do you think it's not frightening that you always want to corner me when we have conversation? Just physically, you always seem to, like, you don't, but they don't even fucking notice it or think about it because they don't have to. I know the scariest episode of Criminal Minds to me was the pig farm. Um, my mother hates that episode of Criminal Minds, and that's what made her stop watching it. It kept me up, like legit. That's some of the scariest shit I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I didn't even my, know the people. My uh, pigs will eat anything. Um, my least favorite episode was the one where they kidnapped the three girls and then made the two girls decide which girl to murder before mm-hmm. they let the other two go. Mm-hmm. That was- how do you, we, we gonna rock, paper, scissors in this motherfucker? Like, what are we gonna Well, do? they made the right, arguably, they made the right choice, but still was bad. Was but my computer gonna die, y'all. I ain't gonna hold you. This shit about to go right, on. Let's, let's, let's go on. Let's roll out. Make sure y'all live, tweet, love y'all. Um, our Instagrams for our upcoming shows. Yes, and we y'all, have all of our information on our Twitters and all that shit. And write us letters. We got to do a, a, a character limit on our emails from now on real because baby that was too goddamn long just be like would you read all this shit before you send the letters like would you personally read all venting you know you're journaling and you got to get it all off that got that got emotional all right well love you bunches medicine bye y'all bye
Just